I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV podcast 405's After Show. Now in sepia tones. Few different colors here going on some people have noticed tonight johnny <laughs> yeah uh we're trying to dial in last week we literally right before the show we put in the new uh this new little webcam we got here um and <laughs> with the lights there was a lot of we were we looked dead is what someone said <laughs> a little blown out a little pasty no color were they talking about the audio or the video <laughs> uh don't know, Terry. No one has ever claimed that our audio has not had enough color. Yeah. Um, so I, I spent a little bit of time this past day or so trying to dial in some of the colors. And with this crappy little webcam, it's not crappy. It's a decent webcam, but it's a webcam. And these lights can do different color temperatures and such and brightness levels. I got it as about as good as I can get it right now. It still looks a little bit saturated i would say well in not less sepia but more saturated a little oversaturated what's funny to me is i i see what we look at like on my <laughs> actual computer screen then we have a monitor in front of us that One. looks a different color and then we have another tv monitor in front of us that looks a different color so i have no idea what we look like probably looks I like it's over here too oh yeah that, that definitely even now, looks a little bit i literally different. see us on four screens right now which is scary uh yeah so. Man, we still have that overweight filter on me too. <laughs> it's a special, it's we a should special take that Instagram one filter. Yeah. Uh, wow, uh, yes, I don't think my cheeks are nearly. Uh, my cheeks are much more red in that one versus that one. Either way, glad I'm, you guys are here. I'm still white. Yeah, really white. Uh, uh, speaking of Instagram, oh yeah, I did it. I joined the TikTok nation. I've had TikTok on my phone. I think I said this for a while. I have not created an account. I kind of refuse to, I don't, there's no, 
I have no need for TikTok that I've found yet. There's 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 nothing on there that I think that I need. So yeah, I mean, uh, well, I mean, I think that could be said of just about most so, social media platforms, and um, it depends on what you're looking for. Oh, a hundred percent. I justify it as with Facebook and Instagram, I can gather information about the pros, follow them, get information. I don't think they're currently, at least, not posting much information out on TikTok as far as what they're doing, where they're going, correct things, and that, yeah, that may yeah. change if, in the if, future. If pro disc golfers are what your concern is, then you are 100% correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, of, of course, like all the other social media platforms, and let's be very clear here. I, I also understand that even me jumping on is years, light years behind uh, what has been... So, um what's today's date we'll just you know it's it's may 31st may 31st almost uh, june 1st TikTok has officially jumped the shark terry has joined <laughs> it you the, the way i look at it by the time you or i or someone our age jumps on a social media then you know it's too old it's too old right? it's like when you start saying the cool hip thing yeah if if you start saying you know ricky's got drip that term is now dead mm-hmm. because we are too old to be using that. Yeah. And I have to just assume that by the time I learn it, everybody else is laughing about it and they have a different terminology to use. That's way cooler than something that you or I are going to get. I, again, I, I think th- there is something to be said about the way in which it gets used and you're applying to it. And I very much have already thought about just how different I'm going to treat it as opposed to using an Instagram story. You're just going to post dances. Yes, exactly. Now's the chance where I finally get to finally can dance without any shame. I've known you a long time, a long time. (laughs) Uh I've danced with you. Uh There's never been shame. As long as I've ever known, there's never been any shame. That's true. Well, uh, uh, we'll see if we get those all fired up on on the TikToks. No, it is. It's also really giving me a great chance. Just like I was saying to David earlier in the show, it gives me a great chance to go finally force myself to start rehashing and chopping up and recycling footage that's otherwise forever going to be forgotten and never even seen or remembered. Thinking about whether not so much an interview, but it could be an interview or some of the shots or the highlights and the throws that are on the 1100 YouTube videos I've put out in the last 12 years. There's plenty of stuff that lots of people have never seen that legitimately should be recycled. Now, some of it should never, I should just delete from YouTube. Not too much, but some of that definitely needs a revisit. And it's just like anything else. I don't expect somebody, Oh, I found your YouTube and then, And then I went back and watched all 1100 videos. No one's doing that. And there's a good reason to go and, and find some of the only thing that annoys me the most, as you can imagine, it's just the, the, uh, the aspect ratio, Uh, obviously TikTok built like so many of our apps today built for the, you know, the portrait view as opposed to a landscape view. And you've been shooting everything, you know, normal. If you're a a videographer in in uh, landscape for decades, which is why now we're at all of the video editing apps offer a, f- like a, an AI convert it. So it will follow exactly where you want it to go in the portrait view. Uh, Resolve does it. Premiere does it. 
you can more or less, I, I'm assuming maybe Final Cut, but I, I don't know Apple stuff. Um, you can just pick a video yeah. and it will follow the action in that particular thing. So it'll automatically convert it, so to speak, to to fill the space. Yeah. But, go uh, go watch 650 foot drives by David Wiggins. I don't care how big your screen is sometimes. I mean, it can be a little bit tough to do. So uh, you can find me, the disc golf guy, on the TikToks. And I'm looking forward to it. All right. I follow. I don't follow anybody on TikTok. I do check up on one person on TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's the people that bought our old house. <laughs> yeah. So for all the potential legitimate reasons mm-hmm. or not that TikTok could be used as as it could be used, like any platform there, can it, be used for lots a, of legitimate reasons. Hundred percent. That's that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm curious. <laughs> Clearly. About what they're doing to our old house. <laughs> Just so that I, have pervert. I, I no, no. Well, they, they, yeah, let's get into that real quick. <laughs> um, so the people that bought our old house, I found out that they are a, uh, a, a boudoir photography. So what they have done is they took the upstairs and remodeled it. Cause I know this cause I saw wait, it. Wait, you're, are you mixing euphemisms here? <laughs> No. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. Uh they took the upstairs bedroom that where my wife and I had our room. The kids were downstairs. Um and they remodeled that to be like a studio photography kind of room and uh and they and they do boudoir photos and I found this out when I Facebook stalked them before they bought the house. Mm-hmm. As one does. I mean you and it somehow linked me to a TikTok and so I was like, "Oh, look at that." I completely forgot about it for like Four months after we sold the house. I open up TikTok and it must have remembered where I was, even though I don't have a login. Mm-hmm. I haven't created one. And I was like, oh, what's up? And it showed a picture of them remodeling the house. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And until I found it, watched them like, and again, it's their house. I they can do whatever they want. But <laughs> watching like my, my wife took all the time to paint the trim before we left. They painted it all black. Like she took it all the time. They they went and sanded down all the natural woodwork and painted it. And I remember showing it to my wife and she was aghast. She's like, I spent a lot of time on that. And why are they doing that to the woodwork? Like you can't undo what you're, I mean, it's a pain in the ass to undo what you, what you do. But so now every so often and maybe every <laughs> month or two, I'll just look and see if they've posted a new video. And uh, they posted one video and it was like, literally it was in their house. It was like a corner of our, old basement i just want to see what they've done with the kitchen really i'm hoping at some point they show me um short of me sneaking in the backyard and peeking in which yeah probably a little creepy probably i'm not 100 percent sure yet but did you just leave your cam uh backyard cams connected no no i had to take them <laughs> okay. i had to take them the, the ones over by your place are still up but good. the ones good so so that's literally the only thing because otherwise as i've said before when i surf it it's it's an enchanted Granted, I haven't surfed it in a few months, so it could be different now. But the last time I surfed it, it was just a bunch of high school and college girls dancing, doing, well, doing whatever the popular dance. I don't is know and, what kind of algorithm uh, you're caught up in, but that's think, not what mine look like. Uh, probably not. <laughs> I, I've heard when you sign up and create an account, it, it starts like <laughs> literally like honing in on the things oh, that, 100%, you, yeah. that you start searching for. And if not, it just gives you the most popular videos. I think I saw... What's her name? Charlie Emilio. Yes. So her and one of her things and as I'm scrolling through, it just showed me the most popular ones and they were all dancing videos practically, except for one 
basketball trick shot video. So I don't know. I just haven't found a, a, a purpose for TikTok yet. Again, there's just it's it's and it's entertainment, but I don't feel that I'm getting anything informational out of it. So yeah, whatever. Each Speaking of information and updates, I did see this earlier today. I'm going to read right off of the page of our guest a few weeks ago saying Johnny, as in Johnny McRae, had a pretty busy weekend, a Memorial Day weekend. And in my opinion, this is his wife writing. And in my opinion, he handled it very well. No highs or lows with his blood pressure, no shortness in breath, no pains in his chest, no dizziness or weakness. He really pushed himself to see what he could handle. Uh, and then she goes on to talk about how he played some golf, played more golf, and also helped do yard work. And then said uh, Monday, we left very early to go play Wickham Park in uh, Melbourne. He is going to try and play the tournament there this coming up this weekend. We'll see how that goes. Uh, and all this is being done in extreme heat as well. So there is a little bit of an update uh, from the yeah. Jennifer and Johnny McRae camp uh, who we had, like we said, a few weeks ago. So and glad Johnny to see things are moving well. <laughs> last week saying that he was cleared for all perspective disc golf playing. Yeah, which is uh, great to see. And I saw that he's uh, signed up. I had seen that earlier as well, that he has signed up for this upcoming weekend. Uh, speaking of this weekend, super good time. Thank you guys to everyone. I had the pleasure of going down to Joliet to J town, Johnny V's favorite, Johnny V's favorite location. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it's the racetrack or if it's the uh, jail or if it's the disc golf, but you love J town, don't you? I have no issues with J town. I love to give him a hard time about, uh, <laughs> we had a friend who used to live there, uh, John Knutson and giving them a hard time about, uh, just the city in general and <laughs> the thuggery of J town. There's, <laughs> there's only, a lot of fun characters that we've met yes. throughout the years from there. That, that, that would be a very fair statement. And, uh, it, there's, always going to be this natural rivalry of wisconsin and illinois well everything for the most part mm -hmm. uh, so that the will further always south in wisconsin you get in the further north of illinois exactly get... not only did you go down there and play an event terry you played mp40 <sighs> yeah you crushed some fools down there <laughs> You, would, they're not fools. <laughs> you crushed some fools down there, Terry. Uh, it, um, you showed up and played. Not, I mean, ratings wise, it was not that. It was like what, like a nine fifty and a nine eighty, something like that. Nine eighty eight. Oh. I don't know. It, it, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Nine eighty eight. Um, it was. Here's what I say because and, and the number one question I got this weekend for sure is, what are you doing here? What do you, like what brings you to town? What else do you have going on, or the, why are your you default here? answer be like you didn't hear that we're filming you? <laughs> yeah. Um. And and the the true answer, as I say, is I rarely am not contracted, whether it's post production or live. It's incredibly rare that I'm not contracted to be somewhere on a weekend. It just almost never happens. Almost never anymore. And that's largely, you know, to my, my own undertaking. Uh, I love what I do. I love both live and post-production uh, disc golf. And so if I'm not doing one, I'm probably doing the other. This weekend fell on a weekend where, as you said earlier, there was no Silver Series. There was no Pro Tour. There was no other major, you know, large-scale events going on that required my services in any capacity. 
And I just started looking around on the calendar and thought, oh, where, where could I practically drive to? First, I looked, honestly, for where in the world could I go? Where could I go cover golf? What would be a good thing to go cover, even if it is a little off the beaten path? And just nothing was really jumping out at me. And then finally, I saw that there was an event going on. There was a master's age-protected age event going on, which is on my YouTube page, uh, that was going on not too far from us in a, in a neighboring community. Um, but it was all signed up. It was all filled up. And sure enough, I saw actually about a week ago, maybe it was about a week ago, is when I saw that there's an opening and I was becoming the fourth person in what was going to only be capped at a four person MPO field. And I actually, I knew one of the gentlemen already in there who I played against forever. And so I signed up for it. Little did I know he ended up withdrawing. Tom Matisavik ended up ah. withdrawing and somebody else got into the position as well. Uh, Brock actually is his name who came from Ohio, who knows some of the people we know, mm-hmm. uh, including Trent, who's on the Disc Golf Pro Tours uh, camera crew, media crew. And sure enough, signed up, went and played. <laughs> the, the next question that I got is, oh, you know, what do you think of the course or, or the redesign? Or have you ever been here before? And I said, yeah, of course I've been here. Joliet. Illinois States Lumber Cup. These these are iconic. I was just here like 16 years ago, <laughs> and the course has been completely redesigned. Um, of, have I, did I, have I played there? You played there. Okay, yes. that's one of you've, those. You've yeah. played an event there, maybe one, either the same amount or one less sure. uh, events than I have. Okay. Uh, very short technical course, and that kind of leads into my next partial uh, answer is I don't with playing literally a few weeks or i'm sorry a few rounds a year the last thing i can't say this enough the last thing i want to do is go play some eight or ten or twelve thousand foot track anywhere like ever like i can't imagine never you can say hey you're you 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 are locked into the city of portland and you can't go anywhere and all you can do is play disc golf i I probably would not go play the pro tour course. I'd probably not go play blue Lake. I'd go over to Pier park or I'd go mm-hmm. to Milo, like just playing those, the golf that is, that is truly reserved for our most upper echelon professionals just doesn't appeal to me at this stage in my disc golf career. West park, I think put in, <laughs> in the eighties, maybe even the seventies. Right even, up our alley. Even in the redesign, uh, it was trimmed. It was tr- when you and I had played it. It was played probably as a twenty-four hole course, and it was actually trimmed now to be a permanent eighteen. They had long and short tees on most holes, and some of the holes very similar that I I certainly remembered. I was like, hey, didn't we used to play down this hill? And they're like, yep. Um, so there were some things that came back to me in that sense. And it and you was smoke some fools. <laughs> it was uh, punched down on some MP forties, Terry. <laughs> You put the beat down on those boys. <laughs> not not until second round. It was very close. Uh, and, and to be fair, uh, the ratings, um, we, we were all not your top rated MP40 type players. And so uh, it was relatively close after the first round. I actually finished the first round very strong. I think I birdied the last four holes to have a three stroke lead. And then um, the second round started off as good as it could have for me because I birdied the same first two holes and the next closest competitor to me went par bogey. So my three stroke lead, which was comfortable immediately went into a six stroke lead. 
And then from there, uh, I felt a little bit more comfort and yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a few shots that you would have chuckled at. Uh, one of the holes during the second round that I missed first round, I was probably 80 or 90 away and it was just a nice little Ontario rock shot that just dropped straight in right into the bucket. Like it, it couldn't have been any more beautiful. Um, certainly that was one of the highlights of the day. So, um, good times. And both of the holes that I bo- bogeyed first round 16 and 17, I came back and birdied both of them second round. So of course Revenge. that, Way to go, that, Terry. that felt good. So, uh, but thank you to Steve um, and his, I'm going to say girlfriend, girlfriend, Steve put a ring on it. No, I don't know. Uh, uh, Megan, I believe is her name. Um, part of the smooth series running events. Just uh, everything was just that it was smooth, but it was great. And I say to everybody, it's, I just ran an event with 231 people. It's really nice to go to a tournament and just play golf. Like I don't have to run things. I didn't have to do anything else. That also was, was really just genuinely relaxing and rewarding. And a lot of great people I set up, did a little bit of vending. I delivered some, uh, my disc in a box mailers. I was able to do that as well. Plus some vending. I, I could not possibly have had a better day other than, Falling on my ass. I, I heard. <laughs> that was not that was you, not the highlight. You were doing a TikTok dance. <laughs> yes. And you tripped or what happened? No. Um uh I was out practicing, trying to get a few holes in to see the course. I threw on hole number seventeen, which I played from the short tee. I didn't know I wasn't playing. I didn't know I wasn't even practicing from the right tee, damn it. And then you on hole seventeen at this park, you then just immediately start walking downhill. It's the most congested hole on the course. I had just got done filming on the tee pad saying, I'm looking forward to is having it, a fun day. We'll see how things go. Is that a kind of wooded hole? Uh, yeah. I don't think it's one you would necessarily, I don't know if it's the same as before or not. I don't think you'd recognize it. I think it's a newer hole. It, only Maybe it's not only because I remember there there's at in Joliet at, or at maybe it wasn't in Joliet, the city of, or the state of Illinois championships or something we played, whatever city mobile championships, who knows where it was. <laughs> um, I remember in Illinois that a particular hole downhill, relatively heavily wooded, very short that I aced it. It was one of its hands. Yeah. Handful you probably aces. aced the old, like in my two or 12 could be, or the hole that I was, I don't think exists anymore. That's probably what you got. Okay. I don't think you got this one. Um, anyway, cause, cause I remember it was like, it's all downhill. Yeah. No, this this one is not as downhill, but you have to walk down the hill or in my case say, "Hey, looking forward to having a fun day out here. I just hope I don't hurt myself." I think I literally said that. Not even 30 seconds later, I start walking. It's still wet out. Wham, just my right foot went out from under me and I fell as hard as I've ever fallen on a disc golf course in all my years and I just went down and I was like, "Oh my gosh. Oh, my shirt's dirty." I felt like such an idiot. So my shirt was all mud uh, on the back of it throughout and the day. You didn't have a spare shirt. That's... I did, and I'm like, no, I'm going to own this. I'm gonna just going <laughs> to. I'm just going to own that. I totally wiped out before the day started, and um, it it turned out okay. But yeah, that was that was a little bit scary. My phone was covered in mud. My uh, my bag had a bunch of mud on it. A whole bunch of my disc then had mud on it because I mm. kind of sort of landed on it. It was the worst spill I'd ever taken in 30 years, which says a lot 
Um, but uh, thankfully, that was all before things got started. And other than my <laughs> my ego, it was it turned out okay. We're all glad you're okay. <laughs> so thank you guys so you much, can though, find Steve. Terry's GoFundMe for his fall <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I uh I did have a lot of fun and uh, some gentlemen though <laughs> walking out to our hole start the day. And I'm just going over to hole 5 that I start on and there's a slew of people walking that general direction and somebody who I I'll admit I don't know. Says, Terry. <laughs> we betting? Like, sure. <laughs> I'm a betting man. <laughs> you like to put money on? I was like, sure. In, I didn't in, know who it was. I don't know. You didn't know what division he was no, in? Just, nothing. Okay. And I'm like, he goes, I think he said five. I said, hundred? <laughs> and he said, no, five dollars. He goes, five dollars uh, first round, five dollars second round, and five overall. Right, so the most you can lose is 15? Uh, like, sure. If you get spanked? Yep. Let's go for it. Whatever. Uh, I found out he ended up being, I, I think, on the whole... I don't know. I don't know. Was ahead of me or behind me? Wherever he was, somewhere in that uh, general area. Well, after the first round, he came up to me at lunch when I was setting up discs and said, "Oh, here's your five dollars." I said, "Oh, thank you." <laughs> okay, it's always the best. You know, someone has a great round. We've all been there. Um, he had looked it up. I didn't. I don't. I didn't know his name at the time, so I don't know who I was betting. Um, and then uh, as we were in the middle of the round, I think he had said something about. Hey, you're going to, you're going to get me this round. I'm like, I don't know. I was having a good round. I was like, ah, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> and then at the very end, he's like, okay, I owe you 10 bucks. I owe you five more for this round. And then, you know, five for the overall. And what do you know? He bought some jerky and handed me 20 bucks and we were all, we were all better for it. So Scott Cummings, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I eventually got it figured out, but I, I apologize. I did not know his name, but blindly took the bet. <laughs> Because I'll take a bet anytime. I don't care. I know you will. I know. <laughs> it doesn't <you> matter. <laughs> so upstairs in my sunroom, I am now the proud owner of a Mach 7. I have it. Dang. Yep. So I took it all out of the box. And it's been a... I've never put together a Mach 7. I've put together numerous other baskets. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're all relatively the same. There's a pole. Some there, chains. There's, and a basket. There's, and a couple there, nuts. There's usually, there's usually three sections to the basket. The bottom, the cage, and the top contraption. Yeah, generally. Usually. So I, I, I quickly, my daughter comes in. She's really excited. I throw on the bottom contraption, pop a screw through. Put on the middle one, the cage, pop the screw through. Put on the top, pop the screw through. Oh, nice. That was really quick. That's yeah, really kind of loose. Jeez. Huh. What are these three extra screws for? look at him i'm like i literally look around at, at the, the kind of like i don't see another spot for these screws and kind of and i didn't look that closely clearly i was just like hmm, that's weird because the 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 bolts went right through i popped the end on oh for three the fact that if you if i spun them the other way there's another third hole the torsion screws that tighten it all up oh yeah 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 you're such a noob i i hadn't no clue so and I want baskets I have been built this way for at least 20 some years, but I know you don't been a while since I've put together a bunch of baskets. Usually if you know, the last mm-hmm. time I had to deal with baskets, usually just haul them out. They're already put together or move them around or something. Uh, <laughs> the funny part was, so the bottom and the middle, both I had on backwards. So I didn't, there wasn't the, the torsion spot. You couldn't mm-hmm. see there. The top one, because the pole was shipped separately. Then with, then with the box, 
they had put the UPS label over the hole. Mm, so I didn't even yep, see it. Even I, see. I slid it right on. And so it was in the right spot, but I could, the I hole was covered. The hole was covered. It was being so protected. I was two out of three as far as <laughs> getting, putting the wrong things on. And then the third one, uh, you know, once I figured out the first two, I was like, Oh, I bet because I took it off and I spun it around. I'm like, no, it's not there either. <laughs> so I turned it back. I'm like, oh, it must be under this label. Uh, and then I screwed it right through the label. So I did have to call or not call. I did message Tyler Brickley, though. I was like, what are these three extra screws? <laughs> and he's like, dude, really? <laughs> he's like, you're yeah, so dumb. The old tightening screw. And yeah, he's like, yeah, those are the torsion it. screws. And I, I looked in. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so dumb. And he's like, don't worry. I won't tell anybody. But <laughs> I told everybody, Tyler. So, well. Uh, yeah, I had to hear from Tyler. He he yeah. passed on to Ed this weekend. I think it was Ed uh, was the gentleman's name that Tyler said hi. And I was like, Tyler who? Because <laughs> I didn't know who he was referencing. Sure. So Tyler, you're my favorite, just so you know. <laughs> Ryan Pilchess, why did you leave the UPS label on? Um, there's First of all, there was about seven UPS labels on that bad boy. Um, I peeled all the ones in the middle off. Um, the bottom one is still there because it didn't peel off cleanly like the other ones. And the top one wasn't peeling off cleanly. And I noticed when I put the cage on, you can't see it. When I put the, uh, the top chain contraption on, you can't see the label. So that's why I left that one on. Cause when I started to peel it, it, it didn't come off cleanly. And I was like, eh, no one's going to see it anyway. Eh, I don't really care. It'll come off. It'll wear off with water or whatever. Um, the other thing I did start looking into was, uh, vinyl waterproof stickers for the Mach seven. Yeah. Because I would like to possibly um, customize it. Sticker up that biatch? Yeah. At least, because right now it has the, the bright orange Mach 7 around there. And um, I'd like to maybe cover up half of that, even though it's hard, it's hard to find. Because those stickers are probably 24 inches long. Um, and they're only probably, you know, two and a half inches tall. So I don't know if I'll be able to find a sticker that'll cover the whole thing with one on one and then uh, on the other half. But I did not put on the focus stickers because oh, I'm saying because you're going to get a disc dot set for that. Uh, no, probably not. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I'm thinking I'm going to order some custom vinyl stickers. Maybe like a skip base or a Smashbox one, or maybe just one with. Oh, your, then we give it away. One, I love it. One with your face on the focus <laughs> things and just slam it right into it. Here's every what, time. Uh, and this is no. Uh, I know I just mentioned disc dot. My only thing that I don't understand, I, I guess it's like any other aid, so maybe I should just shut up. But, Probably shut up. Um, I love seeing the disc dots out there, and I know they're great supporters of a lot of different players, and they aid you in, I mean, you essentially are taking this, this thing and you're attaching it to somewhere in the chains, and then presumably that's what you're aiming for. And I just always think like, I, I love the idea as, as an aid, but then I think, well, you don't have that in the tournament. You don't get to, you don't get to, it would be awesome to be like, Hey, Run hold up. on. I'm gonna hang I got a 70 footer here. Let me, let me just attach yeah. this. Um, that's where I always think like, then do you lose focus or maybe your training has already kicked in and then you've already gained what you need. And I, I don't know that's the only well, thing I don't know. Hopefully that you don't do necessarily need it then at that point. Uh, the other thing I will probably look into is some sort of light on the top of it. So I need to figure out if there's a custom solution for that, or if there's a standard solution for maybe a, a solar light for the top. We have seen various solar lights I know. Uh, involved with, I, uh, I would like that. Cause I don't really feel like running a uh, wire to it. <laughs> Like, I think you should do what we've seen at some USDGCs and other tournaments where they run 
some form of uh, gas to it and then have flame shooting out of the top of it. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. I'm trying to think. Just run a pipe or whatever. The gas line comes in yep. just to my left here. Um, it plant, But this is the front yard, so I'd have to somehow find a way to get it to. It can't be that hard. I mean, but this is start cutting I mean, we've pipes seen tonight. this. Yeah, let's start cutting gas pipes at your house. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I could help with that. Okay. <laughs> Looks like there was some confusion on the board. Hannah, Hannah thought I legitimately did hurt myself. Doing Tick- a TikTok yeah, dance? That is not the case. No, that would be great. Um, yes. And Dan Harbeck says, yes, you had the second highest score of all the divisions for the day. Pretty good. Lowest. But uh, that other division played short tees both rounds. Same. Um, what do you think about cannabis sponsorships for DGPT? I think I think they're going to become. I don't know if commonplace is the word, but they're clearly going to be in more consideration moving forward. For I feel sure. like we clearly have products and or companies not yet that are are. Um, in association with mm-hmm. is a fair statement, right? Yeah. Um. So as that industry becomes more and more, I don't want to say normalized, but maybe that's the right word, uh, becomes more commonplace in, and mainstream at our higher levels. That might be something that I could see get factored in. However, it won't. There's kind of a general policy on on you know drugs and yeah. tobacco and you know tobacco and or alcohol as it is. So are we gonna? F- is it not going- until it's legal in the entire country? Not until they decriminalize it. I don't think we're gonna see much. You might see a few off brand, maybe a CBD company. You, you yeah, know, which, we're, mm-hmm. which we've seen. Maybe yeah. maybe we'll see uh, some sort of medical thing at, at one event or two. As far as D, I'm okay with it for DGPT. Um, I'm okay with it now doing it, but I don't believe we're going to see it until um, it becomes legalized throughout the country. Can I? Ray asked then, should manufacturers embrace it? I mean, clearly some have. I mean, every manufacturer is going to have to take that upon themselves as to whether or not that's um, either. I don't want to say something they want to be associated no. with, but. If a manufacturer, I mean, I guess if the manufacturer is running the event, like we'll say like the DD Open. Um, would they want a secondary sponsor like that? But as far as manufacturers, what what would mean? like the line that Scott Stokely came out with, which was just all various yeah. strains of correct. Yeah, I mean, so clearly a manufacturer at some degree and or a company, yeah. and I think there's clearly a number of, um, you know, initiatives and thoughts that have gone behind it. Uh, you know, and I also think, obviously, I understand hemp and cannabis and all the differences and whatnot, but. We've seen a push to some of that as well. I don't know if you understand years. the differences in all those. I think you well, should oh, really I learn. I think should I break should, them down now? I think you should break them down and the legalities. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> should be my top. That's my top concern. Um, I I think we're going to see more of it, at least on the fringe. And as you're saying, who knows to what degree it gets incorporated, accepted, you know, partnered up with? Who knows? Um, time will only tell, right? Um, I don't know if I can spill the beans on this or not, so I'll, probably I'll just, shouldn't. I'll just give a little <laughs> give a little hint. Uh, the Disc Golf Pro Tour asked if I had um, a day coming up in about two weeks free for some broadcasting. Mm. So, um, 
Somebody getting married? You want to broadcast it live? No. Oh, but yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. That's all. Okay. That's all I can say. All right. Um, what are your thoughts on the growth of college disc golf? Is that something you would consider or you would cover in the future? I mean, it's been covered to some degree. We're seeing more coverage as a result. In fact, you're going to see in a few within a week or so coverage from the Maple Hill College Invitational that just took place. Uh, you're going to see, I don't know if extensive, I mean, you're going to see comprehensive coverage that will consist of uh, the first couple of rounds in a highlight, you know, storytelling way, and then the third and final round in a very shot by shot, you know, uh, full coverage capacity. That's just my channel. That's just one instance. Ace Run, I know, is just involved, and I think all of the manufacturers and therefore the media will follow suit along with the organizations, whether that's at the PDJ level or the national collegiate level. Short answer or long answer long to all of that is, yeah, that's all going to be more and more prevalent and it's going to continue to grow. I remember when it was almost nothing <laughs> like, well, it was, it Literally, was nothing. It was nothing. And then very quickly uh, gain steam. And then all of a sudden you're seeing people actually qualify. You're seeing colleges get behind it. The actual universities get behind it. Then you're seeing eight or 10 or 12 kids traveling to an event. And then you're seeing hundreds and hundreds of people at these events yeah, it's all going in the right direction, and it's just like any other, uh, dare I say, amateur uh, system of going through the ranks. It's very much like that, and yeah, therefore, it's it's a no-brainer that you'll see more of it. Will it be something that, as an exclusive, dedicated disc golf network, college uh, tour, you know, that's offered 20 weekends a year? Probably not. Not anytime soon. Could it? Someday? Sure. But I feel like that's going to get the same amount of coverage and effort as college baseball or AAA baseball. Like, it's important and it needs to happen, but there's probably not a huge uh, media demand for it to be provided to you every single week in and week out. I read something today and yeah, right. talking about so you had Alexa read you something. I don't have an Alexa, Terry, and we should not use. The oh, that's a, right. Should not use the A word. On the podcast. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, our Hall of Fame that we announced earlier. Mm -hmm. Did you know that pickleball has two Hall of Fames? What? Do you know that pickleball has three professional circuits all fighting to be the main circuit and the two of the hall of fames are fighting to be the primary hall of fame uh fastest growing sport yeah fastest the, growing sport the, there was there was an article kind of about how it it was a very, relatively short article but i'd have to dig up where i found it i read it today and they had they talked about how it is like there's a fight brewing inside of pickleball as far as the professional growth of their of their sport and how they want to handle it there is a a a pickleball league that is like a a, a men's and women's co-ed and it's got like different sanction then they've got a two other leagues one of which restricts you from playing in the other leagues okay sure some exclusivity or correct and contracts how, or something and how you need to go about doing what and which one's 
you know, which one's going to be the winner? Or are they going to be separate? Is it going to be like an, an NFL AFL situation in, you know, that we mm-hmm. saw in the, in the, in the sixties, it was the sixties. Was it the seventies that they combined? Uh, I think it's the sixties um, with football that the, that the leagues are going to join together and have to kind of co- collaborate or they could all just kind of split off and tie off. It, it was kind of interesting to hear about the, the growth issues that pickleball is having. I, I'm going to say it for the hundredth time. I'm very, I consider myself very blessed and I'm, I'm clearly was not um, unique in this perspective, but back in 2005 and 2006, when I was pitching disc golf to well, the Wisconsin senior Olympics, which then I got included into the Wisconsin senior Olympics. I had, the disc golf guy of pickleball, Dave Eislin, who I remember to this day, he was me, but in pickleball in that he just loved it and promoted. Well, he was about 40 years older than me at the time, but he loved it and promoted the heck out of it and was challenging everybody because there weren't enough courts to play. In fact, there were almost none in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. There weren't enough courts to play. And there was these leagues and these tournaments and it was played in all these state games and it was played in all these uh, Olympic um, uh, senior Olympics and all these other places around the country. And then he tells me of the history, even prior to that, of course, with its popularity in Minnesota and out on the, in the Northwest. And that was 2006. Yeah. And it's funny because disc blaster uh, on our board says pickleballs for geriatrics. The article actually brings up that stereotype as well about how they're trying to um, kind of shuck that particular stereotype because it's not. It's it is bringing in much younger crowds these days. You know, people in your late twenties, thirties, forties that are playing this sport. You know, former former people who were in tennis in their teens and early twenties who now are migrating over to pickleball because they can't. I mean, I'll be they washed out of tennis or they can't complete play competitively anymore, but you step into pickleball, which is very similar in a lot of aspects mm-hmm. and you can step right in and be a very competitive player in a lot of aspects. So I don't know. I mean, it's funny. You could say that about, of, of course, every single sport might have a, a general player base or someone who's maybe uh, was, synonymous with playing it at, at one time but now you're seeing how many of our top level pros ourselves are playing just from disc golf there's at least a dozen of our top rated pros that i'm sure could sit and talk our ears off about it i mean madison was on here uh quite some time ago and she's just literally she's one of i think a few dozen of our top rated pros that have found themselves quite hooked on pickleball um you know, I know Chris Dickerson, Zach Melton, um, and uh, Calvin Heinberg, all just also right off the top of my head, just some of those exact uh, or specific examples. And they can't seem to get enough of it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I'm just happy that I had heard about it. I went out and played with them. I really enjoyed it. Um, of course my folk was like, yeah, okay, this is great, but I'm, I'm really into this disc golf thing and I'm trying to get more land than you are, but I understand your struggles, uh, with trying to get courts, but it was so funny how similar our arguments or our, our challenges were with like, no, this is so much fun. We just want to promote it. We want more people to play it. We need these municipalities to give us the time of day to at least hear us out about how great this is. And, uh, now all these years later, 
pickleball is uh, coming on up. That's right. You've got the MLP, which is the Major League Pickleball. Of course. You've got the APP. Oh, yeah. And the PPA. Yeah. And the PPA bans its athletes from competing <laughs> in outside tours or leagues. Sheesh. There's, there's multiple governing bodies. Oh, what a mess. It, it, it literally. Well, who's starting a union? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Who yeah. keeps threatening that? There are personal just, feuds between the executives at the WPF and the course. USAP. Of course. And they can't get along, Terry. There's a whole article on Deadspin. Um, I, it came up in one of my feeds, and I got a, I looked at it. I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. So, uh, yeah, so there is some, well, and, some pickleball action to be had. Well, and we should start Smash Pickle. I, I think no. about at, smash? at out, uh, a few years ago when I was filming the Halloween classic, probably out in Las Vegas and part of sunset, which is a very active, very busy, very intense park. Part of sunset was very much under construction. We saw that in the videos they were working on stuff. They went on. I, I'm sure you could Google it. They went on to spend millions on professional pickleball courts because now Vegas is going to be hosting um, a, a very large scale uh, pickleball tournament or tournaments and that was all taking place at sunset so to me i remember chuckling thinking to myself hey these two relatively obscure sports yet you know fighting for space inside uh at sunset park out in las vegas so it could be the official pickleball podcast oh my god there i bet there's oh, there's, there's like, got to be no less than a hundred of them already i mean with probably, as big as they've gotten probably my guess yeah, uh, old people geriatrics they can't figure out the internets they don't know <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing is this thing on what uh, uh and speaking of uh, the masters of which i played in this weekend but also the midwest masters which i did reference jeff showers was out there he was on the ground took some footage both literally on the ground but then also from the air and Jeff Showers then, who said he doesn't have time to build a YouTube channel, said, hey, I've got the footage. I've already put it together. Wow. And if you'd like to put it up on your channel, go for it. And so if you saw a release today, that was exactly it. It was a uh, it's a little four minute kind of highlight recap piece uh, from this weekend's uh, Midwest Masters that took place in Wisconsin. So that's. If you're wondering what in the world that is, that's kind of the backstory to it of the uh, age-protected event that took place just down the road uh, from us this weekend. All right. How many people can play on a tennis court at the one time? How many people can be playing disc golf at a time? And disc golf is like a sixth of the price. Uh, I, I don't disagree with you, Kay, in some of the, the arguments. I, rem- I remember going, I've gone to parks departments and said, how much did you just spend on that tennis court? They tell you 75 grand, 50 grand, whatever the number is. And I would use that exact same phrasing. I'd say, okay, first of all, there's no one on it right now. And in the height of the day, you might see 10 or 12 or 16 people on it. That's the most that could be using that facility at one given time. And then I would say, or we put in a disc golf course that could be in theory, have four people if they're playing nicely could have as many as four or five people on 18 holes on any given time and will receive far more foot traffic and use than your tennis court. Now, that's relative because you go to some other communities and you may pull into a tennis court and you're used to seeing none at yours. But you I'll be uh, I'll be damned. You pull into is it is it Rennie? Uh, it's not Rennie. It's one of the courses in Charlotte. They have a very nice tennis court um, facility. 
and you pull in there and every time i've ever pulled in there i feel like it's jam-packed depends so on the community clearly it's it's yeah community and it's regional as to what activities take hold a little bit more than others but i've used that exact same argument i said the same thing about a basketball court you got 10 people on a basketball court generally and how long are they going to take up that basketball court and how much is that basketball court for you to put it in and it costs you 20 grand to put that in i can put in 18 holes for 20 grand and it will see far more use. Yeah, I, I've been there with very similar discussions uh, in in promoting disc golf courses, for sure. All right, Johnny, working on a Patreon giveaway. Thank you guys so much. Last week's winner, I know I reached out to them, had a quick conversation. I think that's either on the way or heading out soon, so thank you. Um, I need to get you two weeks ago, winner, because I think I forgot to say in that email, and I honestly can't remember who it was, so I need to go back into the podcast and take a look mm, at who it was. This is, this is why we need, we need a volunteer time stamper to uh, ah. help us with all these things when we have guests sign in, sign off, and then when we actually do the giveaway, all that kind of stuff. If you ever want to be that person, you get a really big hug. Correct. We have 181 people eligible for this week's patreon giveaway again if you want to be eligible for the giveaway you can go to patreon.com slash smashbox tv and for as little as a dollar a month just a dollar yeah you can be eligible to win and in fact i looked today and it looks like dynamic discs has blank minis available now so i'll be able to finish off our mini studio audience for our five dollar supporters they were out of stock for months and months with pandemic stuff but it looks like they're coming back so I need to reach out to DD and get. I think I've got five or six in the uh, in the wings waiting for their mini to uh, get printed off. So I think I'm going to get that taken care of this week. We'll be able to add to the wonderful in studio audience. Uh, and a quick total side note to all of that. Uh, speaking of a little bit of help, I might find myself near the toboggan in a few weeks, and if there is anyone that you know or can point me to, or could get in touch with me that might be able to, uh, I'm going to get there a little bit later, um, in the week. And so if there's anyone, you know, that maybe next, I don't know, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe even Thursday, uh, could zip their drone around that property. I don't know, from like T to pin on 18 of the holes. If anybody, uh, you know anybody, uh, I, I could have some barter and or some outright uh, cash compensation uh, for some great drone previews. I'm looking for some uh, with my arrival and everything else. It's it's not going to be practical for me to grab them. So if there is anyone that is willing or wanting to need some credits and or some compensation, um, we can make that happen. I give out Johnny V hugs all the time. Just get in line. Like, Johnny, yep, yep, you're here for another hour. You got another 100 people lined up. He gives you a nice long hug. Oh, I, I make it awkward, trust me. <laughs> yes, he does. So anyway, if there is anyone, though, I uh, for the U.S. ADGC would be looking once the course is all set up and ready to go next Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, grabbing some drone previews would be awesome. All right, Terry, 181 eligible for our giveaway. What number do you want us to draw? Hmm, that's a great question. 1108. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, I don't know what we're going to tie it to. Let's Three go, for the number of dudes you just crushed this weekend <laughs> in your division. <laughs> no, let's go with the amount of birdies that I had. Uh, two? <laughs> no. Three? Uh, um, 
No, let's. It, it's episode four zero five. I say we take the take the fifth. All We're right, gonna go the, big. The fifth one. Not eight. Not thirty six. Not thirty nine. Not seventy five. Terry higher or lower than seventy five? It's gonna be higher. How did you sort them tonight, Johnny? First name backwards. Z to A. All right, here we go. And you're saying it is three. Yes. So you were wrong. Completely wrong, Terry Miller. <laughs> Completely wrong. So let's, <laughs> let me close the screen here. Let's find out. So we're going to look in uh, Z to A. We're going to scroll all the way up to the top here. Three, William Reed. Congratulations, William Reed. Love it. The only people above him are Zach Pajic and Zach Webb. Congratulations, William. We'll get this uh, information out to you. Thank you for being a Patreon supporter at the $3 level. Thank you so much, William. Love it. Oh, yeah. I see where that's going. I like it. (laughs) All right. I don't know if we have anything else on the board. Ryan Pilcher says, I'd like to start time stamping every time Terry makes a reference to time stamps. That would be a good idea. That'd be funny if those are the only ones that were in there. Like, what the hell is he talking about? Uh, super active group here, and there are a few drones in the group that I uh, appreciate that. Hopefully somebody can help. I, again, because it's that skill, there are a few people that I know that would be interested in doing it, but to drive from the Milwaukee area all the way to the Detroit area just to capture some drone footage, not necessarily the smartest uh, economical plan there. So if there's someone local... It would be greatly appreciated. And like I said, I can I can certainly compensate you. There's a greater than zero chance that you might be doing the show next week on your own. I love it. I might be in where the heck are you gonna be Houston, Texas. Te- technically Cyprus. This is a suburb of Houston. Okay. So just be aware. I'm excited and I know the world is too. <laughs> okay. Uh okay. Well, so good to hear. Good to know. Um could be ooh, ooh, some you know, a little spicy time stamp counter. Now William can crush on the weekend. Yeah, guys, it's uh, it's a good weekend. Lots of good stuff. Dustin Diss out there. Uh, make sure you guys are going out there. You know he's putting together and uh, doing the weekend recaps that we see uh, for the Disc Golf Pro Tour. I also had the chance to catch up a little bit with uh, Ryan Aquino, and who had put together Schlitz Creek uh, the documentary that then he had a movie a full-blown movie premiere night uh down in illinois and he also does some work with the disc golf pro tour so great to see that as well you got anything else johnny before i close us out here unless uh somebody else has anything do you have anything no i want to go see the new top gun movie i heard it i, I i've heard people mm. say it's really good so and i'm not top the original top gun you know right right in our wheelhouse like 1984 86 maybe yeah okay like that so right when we were in our prime young age um yeah i wouldn't rank it up with one of my favorite movies top gun but i've heard this one's really good so Mm, i've heard otherwise but have you really well i I have but okay uh it it means nothing to me because the only way that i'd go see it is if i first put in the effort to go rewatch the original and then I would have yeah. to go see it. I, I don't remember enough of the original. Tom to, Cruise on to, a motorcycle. Uh-huh. Sounds Tom, hot. Tom Cruise with Kelly McGillis. McGinnis. Kelly McGinnis. Uh-huh. Uh, Tom Cruise with Goose. Mm. Goose is dead. Tom Cruise gets around. Is this what I'm hearing? Yeah. Tom Cruise in a, in a plane. 
There's the movie for you. That's Top Gun. Oh, yeah. Sexy volleyball scene. Mm, I don't. With, yep. I'm not going to comment. I, I'm just saying, like, that's that's Top Gun movie for you. Okay. Well, I will be wasting my time. The Danger Zone. I mean, you, you can't forget. No. The da- I, Kenny Loggins in the Danger Zone. But, yeah, I, I probably will. So I do. I, I do. Bother. I do want to go see it. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, as was reminded on the board, yes, yeah, certainly. Big shout out. It's a few minutes left. Even Paige Pierce celebrating her birthday today. So happy, uh, happy birthday. birthday to Paige Pierce, our women's five-time world champion, along with anyone else that had a birthday this week or the week before or any other time. But um, yeah, great to see Paige Pierce celebrating her birthday today. So. Happy birthday to her. All right, guys. Thank you so much, guys, gals, everyone in between, and uh, anyone that's uh, listening, whether it's live, whether you're crazy enough to sit through it and uh, deal with us, or you're on your drive the next day. I heard that a few times this weekend. I can't stay up late enough to listen to you guys ramble on, but I can sit in traffic and listen to you guys ramble on. So uh, we do appreciate all of you guys. Of course, it always helps if you go out on a little, whatever your podcast app is and give us all the stars and the, uh, the highest rating available. We'll just keep at it and keep doing what we do. For Johnny V, I'm Terry Miller, the disc golf guy. That's been after show number 405. I'll see you when I'm solo next week. I'm already making plans for it. We'll see you next week. When you step inside the Smashbox. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 